the volume. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. My buddy Ian O'Connor, who has written a masterpiece, Coach K, The Rise and Rate of Mike Krzyzewski, um, also wrote a book on Bill Belichick. He's a columnist for the New York Post. Um, he's just fantastic, and he's been following Mike Krzyzewski around the entire year. So it was sort of a sad ending to the career, riding off into uh, the sunset on a golf cart uh, with a loss at the hands of the bitter rival, North Carolina. So we'll get into that with Ian O'Connor, plus the Tiger Woods buzz for the Masters coming up. A couple of thoughts from Sunday. LeBron did not play, and the Lakers lost again, and they're all but out of the playoffs. One of the things that's sort of mystifying to me about the NBA, and this is why strong parenting matters, and strong bosses matter, and strong commissioners. Since Adam Silver took over as commissioner of the NBA, I cannot be the only person that's noticed this. He's normalized stars, multiple stars, resting, regularly, big television games. As the league is increasingly on TV, at least on a regional level, I find it discouraging, and maybe it's the small town kid in me, I grew up two hours from Seattle. 
we didn't have a ton of money. So we'd go to maybe one Sonic game every three years. The idea of going to a Sonics game as a kid in downtown Freddie Brown or Jack Sigma or Gus Williams, two of those three were not playing, not because of some really ugly injury, they just wanted rest, I think is really bad form. I know the Lakers are a a glamour franchise, but I see this every night throughout the league. What makes college basketball so watchable? Did you see the Duke Carolina game? Not sure if you did, had like the highest rating, second highest college basketball rating in over a decade. It's not because the officiating's great or the skill level is remarkable. It's because of how deeply they care about each possession. Now, when the NBA gets to the postseason, especially the conference finals and finals, nobody disputes the urgency ratchets up and the great players put on a master's class. But if you don't want to play in these regular season games, and increasingly it looks like star players don't want to, cut the season to 58, 60 games. Get to the playoffs and extend those. You know, I've been arguing for years that we're just simply a more distracted society, a more frenetic society. We're on the go. We really don't have time for regular season games. And what's happening is the NFL is pulling away from other leagues because it's once a week. You can be a busy dad, a successful parent, multiple kids. You can still give your local team three hours on Sunday if you're in Cleveland or in Tampa. But society has changed. Cultures have changed. I'm to the point now with regular seasons, NHL, NBA, and Major League Baseball, lop a third of the regular seasons off, create multiple new layers of playoff basketball because the stars don't look like they care. And basketball is a beautiful sport, even when the skill level is lower, like college basketball. The best players are mostly one and done or two and done. It's a beautiful sport. And you can see with college basketball, we're not watching March Madness because St. Peter's has NBA level players. We're watching it because they care and they're passionate and they're all in and there's urgency. As far as the Lakers go, they're not officially out of the playoffs, but they were officially out of the playoffs by about week three. It's an old roster. The downside to an old roster is, as chronicled often on this podcast and on my radio and TV shows, the older a roster, the more often it gets hurt and the longer those injured players are out. And I don't know why any Laker fan would want to run back LeBron and AD for the third year after that bubble championship. We all understand now. LeBron's going to give you about 55, 60 games. He's going to take a lot of back-to-backs or close-to-back-to-backs off. Uh He's old. He'll be in his 20th year. AD, because of his style and his body, is brittle. And it's going to give you about 55, 60 games as well. Look at the numbers. So to me, you've got to take a big, big swing in the offseason. I've said it before. I would move everybody except LeBron James. And if he wouldn't embrace, for the first time in his career, playing with young players, I'd move off and trade LeBron James as well. I also have to comment on this. I try to be fair with LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the stoic and legendary figure for the Lakers for years and years and years. 
He's probably the only comparable player to LeBron in terms of longevity, duration of quality. So he said over the weekend that LeBron should be embarrassed by some of his actions um, outside of basketball. Can I throw up a big stop sign on that? Listen, Kareem was a difficult teammate. Kareem's never been able to land either the broadcasting or coaching job he so desires. He's prickly and difficult. And if you watch the HBO special, Winning Time on the Lakers, he is portrayed, I think, very accurately as perennially difficult. You don't have to agree with everything LeBron James does. But intent matters and effort matters. Okay, LeBron's not Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was about basketball and business. He didn't have much interest in anybody outside of his sphere. Like Michael Jordan was fine doing it the way he did it. But today, MJ seems and feels a little outdated for a star athlete. His empire and about enabling that or getting trampled. That's how he rolled. I'm okay with it. But LeBron James, from the school he built in Akron to his sort of commitment to younger people, to his flourishing businesses and his ability to care about people above and beyond himself. Listen, go back, watch HBO's winning time. Players were selfish about sex, about themselves, about the money. I'm not saying LeBron is perfect, but you start naming athletes that have built stuff beyond themselves. And I love Brady and I love MJ, but it's mostly about their brand and adding to their stockpile of riches. LeBron has done a lot for other people. He's tried to elevate others often for most of his, what, 19, 20-year career. So nothing against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but he was legendarily prickly difficult, didn't get along with many. And it's easy now to go to Substack, write a column and point out everybody else's imperfections. It's like, dude, there is a reason Kareem, one of the most intelligent athletes of my sportscasting career, never landed the many opportunities he thought he deserved. So one of the last free agent moves of note, talented wide receiver Devontae Parker from Miami was traded to the New England Patriots. The Patriots receiving core gets a little bit of a jolt, but it's still Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker. You know, it's not exactly the Chiefs. What I find fascinating about New England is for years and years, we thought Bill was sort of ahead of the curve on virtually everything. Now, we know now, post-Brady divorce, even he can't win at the highest levels without a great quarterback. But I swear to God, if I didn't know better, I'd think he was tanking it and giving Robert Kraft his franchise back with no coordinators, no skilled people, 
and no elite edge rushers. Look at their roster. They can't stop the Buffalo Bills with J.C. Jackson. He's gone. They can't score and keep up with teams like the Chiefs or the Bills, and they didn't re-sign Shaq Mason. I don't know what they're doing. Reports now that Belichick will call plays. Doesn't it feel like he's still pissed about that Jimmy Garoppolo trade? And he's just going to handcraft a franchise, retire. It's going to have no coordinators. They'll need a new head coach and no playmakers. Now, I know that's not true. But on all the Belichick books, of which Ian O'Connor wrote a great one, Jeff Benedict wrote a great one, they really fell in love with their system. And what you're watching now is a team that simply doesn't match up. If you go look at the last two to three Super Bowls, quarterback, pass rush, weapons, they're not elite in any of those groups. I don't understand their offseason. Now, I know they spent a ton last year in free agency. I get it. And maybe they believe with their complex system, a second year in their system, some of those guys that didn't pop will, like Nelson Aguilar, but if somebody can explain where their money's going, they're not paying Mac Jones. They're not paying big money to any of the receivers. They're not paying big money now to any of their offensive linemen. They're not paying big money to a corner or a safety or an edge rusher. Where's it going? Let's bring on a regular contributor to the volume sports, Ian O'Connor, columnist, New York Post, has been tagging along, following and reporting on Mike Krzyzewski for the better part of 18 months. The book is called Coach K, The Rise and Reign of Mike Krzyzewski. Let's bring Ian in. Um, I thought you've been following Mike now for some time. The timing of this, obviously, when you plan to write this book, you looked off in the horizon a couple of years ago and said, okay, I'm going to deep dive on this stuff. I thought it was so sad on a golf cart with his longtime wife, Mickey, having lost to North Carolina for the second time in a month. God, Ian, it was so anticlimactic. It was just such a thud. So I'll start, I'll start with that. He could not figure out North Carolina's riddle. Um, how disappointed was he immediately after the game? Oh, I mean, he was, he was as disappointed as you could be. And it was interesting. He said, I, I don't think I've ever heard a coach say this in, in his locker room after the game, the devastation was so profound that everyone was crying. And he said that was a beautiful sight. And I never heard a coach describe that scene that way. And after a, a devastating defeat, and I understood what he meant. And he explained it, that that was proof that his kids cared so much about the effort and the result. And either they're, they're going to be tears of, of great joy or tears of, of great sadness. And, and unfortunately, they were on the wrong end of that. But at least there were tears throughout the locker room. And that told him that what well, I think he already knew about this group, because honestly, Colin, five minutes left against Michigan State in round two, down five. We all thought they were losing. Yep. Just watching that team this year, 35 times, and even talking to some of the Duke beat writers, everyone thought they were losing because they had not shown that toughness in end game tense situations. And they grew up in real time for him. And I think they gave him a gift that game, the Texas Tech game, the Arkansas game, that as much as 
last night really hurt and it really hurt. He understood that they did give him a gift and they got him to the final four for a 13th time. Passing John Wooden, he was never obviously going to catch Wooden with 10 national titles, but that this group got him past John Wooden for final four appearances. And I think he can't really fully repay them for that. And he understood that as well. FanDuel Sportsbook NBA Same Game Parlay. What is it? Gives you a chance to turn a small bet into a big payday. It's my favorite. Choose any NBA game, anyone. Combine multiple bets within the game. How many three-pointers made, who the leading scorer is going to be, and more into one wager for bigger wins. Ten bucks can become a lot of money. For Tuesday, take the layup. Nets over the Rockets and KD over his individual point total. Make the midseason feel like the playoffs on FanDuel Sportsbook. Get paid fast. If you're a new customer, you can bet five bucks and get 150 bucks in site credit instantly guaranteed. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. Promo code is always Colin to get this deal. C-O-L-I-N to bet the NBA today. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-HOP E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Well, Carolina is playing better now. Kansas is probably better now. And Villanova, if fully healthy, would give them the fight of their lives. Can you explain, Carolina? Because you've had to cover Hubert Davis a couple times during this last the work for your book. He was a very, very gracious man as a player, was never a self-promoter. Um, I don't know if people thought he was a great choice. Uh, obviously, as an eight seed, it was a very turbulent season. What have you? What do you make of what he's done with this program? Just in talking to Jeff Van Gundy, who was an assistant on that Knicks team in '94. If we recall, in the Eastern Conference semis, the Knicks beat the Bulls in seven. That was the year Michael Jordan was playing baseball. And Game Five, Hugh Hollins makes that call. Bulls are up one, about to take a three-two series lead. And, and eliminate them. And Hubert Davis gets the call, top of the key jumper. It was probably a bad call by Hugh Hollins, the official. Pippen grazed his arm after the release. That should not have been called, but it was. But Davis then had to go to the line and make those two free throws. At the time, they were two of the biggest foul shots in the history of that Knicks franchise. And he had only been on the floor for 13 minutes. He had not been to the line that night. And he sank those two. And it's been largely forgotten because of the Hugh Hollins call. And, and Jeff said that. That's who he was. He was so professional, never lost his poise. Just even on the road, he did not want a room next to Knicks who were loud and out all night. And, and he, he wanted professionalism at all times. So Van Gundy told me, I'm not surprised that when it looked like they wouldn't even make the NCAA tournament, he stayed with it. He worked the problem and, and he, he never lost his poise. And, and I think that group fed off that. And I felt going into that game last night, if Love had a big game, Duke would be in trouble. I thought he was the difference. Obviously, he was the difference last night in the game with 28 points. And I, I just felt that, I mean, they're a hot team. We've seen this before in the NSA tournament where if you just get hot at the right time, and I think of, I don't know, Villanova 85 and, and some other teams in the tournament, of course, Valvano's team that won it all in 93, that there's a magical part of that. And I think he's tapped into that. And one thing I noticed last night, I was sitting courtside three rows back right across from the Carolina bench. He was so intensely engaged in every possession. <laughs> yeah. He did not take one possession off. And I looked across the, the floor and I saw Shashevsky sitting on the stool. And I, I hate to say it, but it did at times look like a younger guy coaching against an older guy. Yeah. And, and you can credit Mike for, for sort of of not overreacting to to every every bad bounce that he got, 
but it really seemed like Hubert Davis just would not let one possession go. The refs constantly warned him to back down a little bit, to temper his approach. He didn't really listen to them. And I don't know. I think that might have been worth a couple of points to Carolina. Just the way I've never seen him so animated in my life, but I think it worked last night and, and it worked in a big way. Well, isn't it ironic that the first few times, first couple times that Mike Krzyzewski, who, who Duke fans doubted as a hire, faced the legendary Dean Smith. It, it was the feisty Krzyzewski uh, before the first game is over they ever play. And, and Mike says, hey, the game's not over, Dean. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Here's Hubert Davis. You know, the, the passionate fan base questions if he's the right hire and he's moving on. Do you think Carolina can match that sort of intensity against Kansas? I have this feeling <laughs> that Kansas was just licking its chops late in this game, Ian, thinking, listen, this is a prize fight. This is Frazier Ali. We get the next fight. I don't know if Carolina can match that. <laughs> you know, I, I mentioned to someone last night, you know, you made a great point, And I'm kicking myself now for not having a line in my column for the New York Post about how Hubert Davis was very much like a young Krzyzewski in that game. It was almost like the older Mike Krzyzewski got beaten by his younger self. Yeah. And he was so, I can't overstate, I've been to a lot of games, uh, pro and college, and, and seeing coaches make a difference. Just how every single possession, he was right in the fight. And it did remind me of a young Coach K. But, yeah, and without question, I think that, you know, Hubert Davis, I think people looked at his persona and wondered whether or not he had the fire to, to have a performance like that last night or to lead a team and a team that struggled. And I asked Krzyzewski the other day about that and just what impressed him the most about when, when it looked like Carolina wouldn't even make the NCAA tournament, how Hubert kept that group together. And he said it was just his poise, that he was always impressed by his poise, just like Jeff Van Gundy said as a player in the 90s with the Knicks. And he also said he never tried to be like Dean Smith or Roy Williams. You could tell he's being true to himself. Yes. And obviously, if you're not that, players will see through it. And I mentioned to someone last night that, unfortunately, the uh, the late, great uh, Herb Brooks is, is no longer with us. But Hubert Davis could use him tonight to say we cannot lose to Finland. If we lose to Finland after doing what we did in the semifinal, you will take this to your graves, right? Herb Brooks told his players yep. that in 1980. And, and I don't want to compare Kansas to Finland, uh, but uh, th there's a little bit of that sense because to, to knock out Coach K in his final game, obviously it's your blood rival next door, and, and to win that game is so emotional. That place, I've been in the Superdome many, many times for NFL games. I was there for the 93 Final Four, the Chris Weber timeout that he didn't have. I've never felt that that place, that place just felt so much bigger and louder to me than I've ever remembered it. And I think the game made it that way. And, and so to, to now then come back 48 hours later and play Kansas, where there's, there's some history between North Carolina and Kansas, obviously, but not like North Carolina and Duke. Right. It's going to be tough, but I, I, I would not put anything past the Tar Heels and Hubert Davis at this point. In fact, if you told me I had to put 20 bucks on it, I, I'd put it on Carolina. Yeah, recency bias is a powerful thing, but as I watched that game, I thought, I know college basketball culturally is different now. The players leave. It's more of a airport tarmac. You know, you're just ready to get on the next flight. That was as good a college basketball game 
as I remember watching. I mean, it felt like I was watching Kentucky and Christian Leitner, the turnaround jumper at the free throw line. I mean, it felt that magnificent. And, it, and again, it's a powerful part of what we do for a living is you fall in love with the moments. But that David Tyree catch in the moment <laughs> and that David Tyree catch, you know, 20 years later, it felt huge in the moment. I'm watching history. This makes no sense. Who's David Tyree? I When I watched that last night and the back and forth nature of it, I almost got sick watching the Duke player Williams miss free throws. Oh, he and he, he's a good good model for for student athletes in college sports. I mean, it, he was the wrong guy for that to have happened to. He's just he gets it. He's thoughtful. He's a really good player. I think he'll be a good pro, and just a great representative for college sports. And I hated that it happened to him. And he had come out for all the press conferences during the NCAA tournament, pre and post game. And I was with Duke in South Carolina, in San Francisco, and then, of course, last night in New Orleans. And he didn't come out after the game. And I'm sure it was Duke protecting him a little bit. Yeah. And Bancaro came out and, and Wendell Moore. And, and so, and that's fine. I mean, he, he's not a professional athlete. I think right. he probably would have handled himself with grace in that situation. But I would say the other game, I was at the uh, Leitner game in Philadelphia in the Spectrum. And both teams played at such a high level. And that's still probably the best basketball game I've ever covered. I would maybe put this one right with it. The other one is UNLV in 91 in the semifinals when, when Duke beat them. I was there. And you were there. Yeah. And I remember flying in. I know you had a relationship with that Vegas program in Tark. And I was on the, the Vegas plane flying into Indianapolis. I sat next to Tark for about 20 minutes on that flight. And he was worried about Leitner. And I thought he was just saying that. But he said, we have nobody to cover him. And it turns out he was right. The, the one, I don't know if I would put that game in the same category with Duke, Kentucky and, and Duke UNC last night because Vegas didn't play to the highest level right. in that game. If, if they had and, and Duke prevailed, I, I'd feel differently about it. It was the greatest moment in Coach K's career in a lot yes. of ways. But I don't think UNLV played at a very high level, so I wouldn't put it with the other two games. Yeah, Stacey Ogman struggled, I believe. Greg right. Anthony got into foul trouble. Um, if I recall that team, Grant Hill was a freshman the year before. Remember UNLV won the year before in Denver. By 30, right, by 30. Uh, I think Allah Abdul Nabi may have been on that team, if I recall. Again, this is, this is years and years ago. Then the next year, they faced those same guys. The difference was Leitner and Hurley were better, and Grant Hill was a freshman. I think I'm right on that, Ian. You're and right. Yeah, absolutely. We, we didn't know much about him, and, and that was really the difference. So, John Shire, we have a long history of a legendary coach picking his successor, and it capsizes a program for the short term. Shire's mid-30s from Illinois, solid player. Um, what do we know about him? Uh, I... You tell me, was this absolutely completely handpicked or did the administrators at Duke feel this was a year out the right choice? Well, it was amazing for me personally. It was like a full circle moment last night. I'm sitting there watching some of the first game, Kansas uh, Villanova, and I get a text from somebody uh, telling me that Tommy Amaker is sitting right behind me. And uh, Tommy Amaker, if you recall, was in my book and yes. in the excerpts that came out that the university offered the job to him first. And that had not been reported previously, and, and that caused a, uh, a great stir on campus and around college basketball. In fact, I was told that Coach K ultimately reached out to him. They had a conversation after my excerpt uh, ran in uh, the New York Post and then on, on ESPN as well. 
but Amber was sitting directly behind me and I ended up having a chat with him and it was pleasant, but the university wanted him and coach K wanted Shire. And for the first time ever, coach K and Duke were opponents and guess what? Coach K won. That's what he usually does, right? He didn't last night, but he's won 1,202 times as a division one head coach. So he got his way. He got Shire in there. I think John will do a, a very good job. I think he'll be there a long time if he wants to be. I really do. He went out out of the gate and signed the number one recruiting class in the country. So it's hard to argue with that. So he'll he'll get talent. Chris Carwell told me, and Carwell is also the associate head coach at Duke and was on the wrong end of probably the worst berating that Coach K ever gave a, a Duke player. But uh, their relationship came full circle. He's on the staff. And he said, listen, John Shire can recruit African-American players. He, he's, he's, I've seen him build relationships with those players and their families and he gets it. And I think he's going to do a tremendous job. You said he was a solid player. I believe you said solid or something yeah. to that effect. He, he was better than that. I mean, John, John would have played in the NBA for a while. What happened was he averaged 20 on that national championship team. He was pretty much the best player on that team. And he was going to play with LeBron James in in Miami and he got a serious eye injury but I think he would have been an NBA player for six to eight years and so he was good he was a good player and I think he relates well to uh to all players and and prospects and and if he can recruit the way he showed he can out of the gate maybe he'll be there 25 30 years I'm not saying 42 but he is the same age basically that, that coach K was when he took the job in 1980 so I suspect that he'll end up being the right choice. I'm not a huge fan of getting involved or Coach K getting involved when the university wanted somebody else, particularly somebody who had a great relationship with Krzyzewski and Tommy Amaker. But if you told me at the end of the day, Shire will ultimately do a better job than Amaker would have, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, the ratings have been fantastic for it. Um, I'm a huge NBA fan. I grew up with my Sonics and my Portland Trailblazers in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I think the league has normalized stars missing games since Adam Silver took over. I, I think it's discouraging. I, I, I said as a, a prelude to your interview that when I was a kid living two hours from Seattle, going to a Sonics game and not getting Jack Sigma in downtown Freddie Brown would have broken my heart. Uh, I, I don't love seeing so many stars miss games. But I, instead of focusing on that, I, I do think college basketball, we were starved for it. And um, there was something to be said that, you know, the NBA has always almost been an opponent of college basketball, whereas college football and the NFL really work well together. Uh, the NBA doesn't like college basketball. They create the G League. Uh, it's not a, a secret that Adam Silver is not a fan of college basketball or the NCAA. Do you think this has sustainability beyond this year and this year's ratings? Or do you think the Coach K story itself was the key to what has been one of the more memorable March Madness events in our recent memory? That's a really good question. And I think a lot of it, uh, Colin, was just seeing fans in buildings and obviously in, in those college atmospheres, the, the passion of the fan. Last year, we didn't have that. And, and, and frankly, being there last night in the Superdome with 70, 71,000 people, it felt good. And, and I think the players fed off that. I think it made for much better TV to see packed college arenas. I, I don't know. I, I like college basketball better in the 80s and early 90s when you Same. saw three and four year players going to the Big East tournament was my favorite event pretty much every year to cover in New York. 
And when you had Ewing and Mullen for, for three, four years go, going at each other and you saw rivalries and relationships develop. And what you're seeing now in college basketball, there, there's an age gap, too. And, and the older teams do have an advantage against younger, more talented opponents. That's fascinating to me. Carolina was a little and in some spots a lot older yep. than Duke. And I do think that that's a difference. I think one or two years alone makes a difference, never mind three or four. Now, Duke was talented enough to get past some of those older teams. But Manic, who had a, a tough game for most of that game last night, comes up with a big block of, of Bancaro. Yep. And then, of course, that huge three. For If he were, what, what is he, 23, 22, 23 years old? If he were 18, 19, I'm not sure he would have survived those like, early struggles in that game. Yep. And, and that was a big block of Bancaro, who didn't really do much uh, late in that game. And then, then making the shot when he was frustrated early, his, his shots weren't falling. Making that three what was everything. So I think that's where age can make a difference in these big games. Yeah, the difference between a 55 and a 56-year-old, right, is, is much different than the difference between a 23-year-old and a young 21-year-old. We see this in youth sports. You know, you, you, you go to and look, the, the younger you go, the, the singular year becomes more impactful. And I think a, a part of what makes Villanova so viable is they don't get five-star guys. They often have, you know, like Gillespie, you know, no scholarship offers. He plays forever. That really is the secret sauce to Villanova, which is we got 23-year-olds, you got 19-year-olds. And let me tell you something, their ability to form chemistry, you've seen that with Villanova in the tournament. They're never the most vertical team. They often lack size. Their chemistry, the cohesiveness, uh, their, their fight is so it's so palpable as a viewer. So I, I want to segue to this because if, if I could if I could jump yeah. in there real quickly about yeah. Villanova too. I picked them for the final four. My wife thought I was crazy. She, by the way, met you at a book signing in New Jersey. She's a big she fan did. of yours. And so she said, Why Villanova? I said, they've got a great coach and they've got a great college point guard. He's not going to be a great pro point guard. Yeah. But when you have those two things in the NCAA tournament, usually good things will will happen. But you're right in recruiting. It's almost these days, you don't necessarily want the one and done guys. You want the best of that second tier yes. who, who are really good, but not good enough to go to the pros before, say, three years. That's that's the recruit you want. I think that's the recruit Villanova gets. Yeah. And by the way, it feels like and I don't find follow college basketball recruiting. It feels like Carolina at the end of Roy's run. He was getting some of those older players that you're like, I don't know. They'll play overseas. You know, they don't feel maybe a deep second round guy. But I, I think to your point, um, I think Carolina, the age, it matters. And it was it's been wonderful so far. I'm not sure who I like, uh, by the way, this will air Monday morning. I'm not sure who I like tonight. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. 
And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating melon serum this next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology it's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles with thousands of glowing five-star reviews why not give it a try subscribe today and you can get the amazing meaningful beauty system for just 49.95 that includes our introductory five-piece system free gifts free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee all of that available at meaningfulbeauty.com Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. I've got to ask you one Tiger Woods question. He's gone from can't walk to may play at the Masters <laughs> over the course of about six months. Um, your gut feeling this morning if we see Tiger this weekend. Uh, oh, so he's got to make the cut. I, I thought you were going to No, no, no. Gonna... D- will he play? Yes, yes. And listen, he's got a Tuesday uh, press conference scheduled at 11 a.m. Eastern. And uh, he's scheduled to practice uh, today, Monday. Uh, he, he practiced Sunday at Augusta. And uh, I think he'll play nine holes today, maybe 18, who knows, but probably nine. And uh, absolutely at this point, there's no way he even last week would have shown up at Augusta national to practice. If he wasn't planning on playing now, if he wakes up Thursday morning and all of a sudden out of the blue, his leg is killing him. Right. Then I guess, but no, he's playing, he's playing. And I, now whether or not he'll make the cut, listen, he's never entered a tournament in his life that he didn't expect to win. Do, he doesn't expect to win this, this Masters, but I, I believe deep down he thinks he has a shot, right? So he'll never enter a tournament where he feels he has no shot. So I think he must believe he's got a little bit of a shot to pull this off. Ben Hogan, of course, did it in 16 months, nearly got killed by a Greyhound bus. 16 months later, he wins the U.S. Open. Tigers talked about Hogan and that comeback as the greatest in the history of golf and maybe in the history of sports. This is now 13 months and change. So if he could somehow contend, which may seem unlikely and which which may seem really improbable win, then he out Hogan's Hogan. 
Now, I, I, I mentioned that in a column. I got a lot of uh, blowback from older fans who said, listen, Ben Hogan almost died getting hit by a Greyhound bus that swerved into his lane. You can't compare that to a self-inflicted crash or rollover. And we don't know all the details, really, right. of, of what where Tiger was and, and was he asleep. So I, I've gotten that from some older fans, and I, I sort of brushed that aside. To me, hey, the guy came back from nearly having his leg amputated in a crash after a crash uh, 13 plus months ago. If he somehow contends, that's going to be one of the greatest golf stories of all time. Listen, his last Masters win was, I mean, I, I've said this, it's one of the seminal golf memories of my life. I mean, we've all got the Norman at the Masters. Uh, we've got Tiger and that Rocco Mediate playoff to me at the U.S. Open. Tiger's win at the Masters last time was one of the one of the few times I always try to consider myself sort of a judge. You know, the fans are the jury. <laughs> uh, the participants are the uh, the DA and the, the prosecuting attorney. And I'm just a judge, right? I was so emotional watching that. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if you can top it. Do you, you remember his last Masters win? What stuck out to you? Oh, yeah. I, I think uh, I've been doing this 36, 37 years. It's the greatest sporting event I've ever covered. And wow. Part, be, partly because uh, my brother, uh, it was my last trip with my brother. I, I never got a Masters ticket until that's the first time I ever got a Masters ticket. That was the 20th one I covered. And I gave it to my brother. So he had never been to a major before. So we go and there we, we had a point blank look at the 16th green at the putt that basically sealed it. And we're walking to the 17th tee. And I said, Dan, you've never seen a major golf championship. You are now watching the greatest masters of all time. And unfortunately, unexpectedly, he died months later. So it was our last trip together. So I admit that's part of why it's to me the greatest right. sporting. Event. But I think even if, if you took that away and boy, I wish I could, uh, that would still be number one. It was. It's just remarkable to see him uh, win after uh, what he had endured. And again, some of it was, if not a lot of it, was self-inflicted. Uh, but uh, I choose to look at the art and the artist and sort of separate and put it in its own category and box and appreciate the greatness. And then to see him hug his son afterward, oh. I was really close to that moment after obviously in 97 being there when Earl hugged him. It was, uh, man, it's hard to beat that. It is. Ian O'Connor, such great insight. I absolutely love that you're going to be a regular for the volume. From a basement, an undisclosed location. This is how Dick Cheney lived when he was in the White House. We never knew where he was exactly, but it was in a basement somewhere in D.C. It's great seeing you. You too, Colin. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You bet. Volume. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.